Hi everyone and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aranozar, and I am so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. In today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing my hints and tips about how to select wines to serve at parties or entertaining that you may be hosting. Now, not only am I gonna be sharing with you some classic wine styles, but also why I would choose them depending on the food styles that I'm serving. Lots of tips for you, so if you're ready, let's get started and dive right in. I'm recording this podcast just at the beginning of December of 2021, so definitely Christmas themes and celebrations are starting to be on people's minds. But know that you can use these tips for any time of year and any celebration that you're hosting. I'm going to share with you the three wine styles that I would highly recommend that you have on hand anytime you're throwing an event. Now, over the years, I've helped lots of people shop for wines to serve at different events, whether it's a small get-together in their home or planning for a big event with thousands of people. And the hints and tips that I'm going to share with you today are the exact same that I would be working with if you are a customer or client of mine and whether you were having a small party at home for a few people to a really big event with thousands of people. The rules are the same. So I do wanna make sure that you know that these hints and tips work no matter the size of your event. Now I will share with you the same advice I give to anybody I'm working with and that is Remember that the wine or the foods at your event are the accessory. It's not the core of why everyone is getting together. Everyone is getting together to enjoy each other's company. And so I want to remind you that don't worry so much. We're going to give you some great hints and tips, but at the end of the day, you're never going to make everybody happy with the choices that you choose, but I'm going to help you find some wines that will be crowd pleaser wine styles. But always remember that your event is about getting together with the people in the room. Now let me share with you the three wine styles that I think every event should have. I'm a big believer that more is not always better. So could you have an event with 15 different wine styles for guests to choose from? 100%. And if that's something you want to be doing, then definitely you can do that. And it could be more of a pairing event where you have stations and people go around the room and try different things. That's a whole other different type of event than what I'm going to be talking about today, which is really more like a stand-up cocktail party or a drop-in, an open house, whatever you'd like to call it. But I'm going to be talking about what sort of wines do you want to be able to offer when you're having a mix of different foods and people are mingling. So not a sit down dinner, but uh, a collection of, like I said, sort of nibbles and, and great conversation. The three wine styles that I always recommend that people have are something sparkling, a white, and a red. You need those three, and I'm gonna break down some suggestions on how you'll choose them. I'm also always gonna recommend that you have a nice collection of non-alcoholic choices as well for your guests, so some sparkling waters, maybe just some flavored water and pitchers that looks really pretty, some cucumber, some lemon, and if you want to put out some sodas or pops, anything that you also think your guests would enjoy. We're gonna be talking about the wines, but I will always recommend that you have some non-alcoholic choices as well when people are getting together. So let's talk and break down these three wine styles and let's start with bubbles. Now, I always recommend you have something sparkling when you have a get-together because nothing's as festive more than when you open up a bottle of bubbles or you have it as an option. The other great thing about sparkling wines is they're really food-friendly. So if you're having a collection of different appetizers and cheese plates and some fruit and all those sort of mix of things that come together at a cocktail party, sparkling wine, because it is so food-friendly, is going to be really receptive to just going with the flow. Sparkling wines are way more people-friendly and not as stuffy as people 
people make them out. Sometimes we keep them on a pinnacle that we can only use them for fancy events and only use them to toast with and celebrate with. But when you're getting together, it's a celebration. So highly recommend that you choose something sparkling. Now, what to choose? I'm gonna recommend something in the lines of a Prosecco or a Cava from Spain, Cremant from France. Could you serve French champagne? 100% you can. Do you need to? Maybe not. It's lovely, and if you would like to, depending on your budget, then definitely, but you don't need to. There's lots of wonderful sparkling wines out there for you to serve that are also really value-based. So like I said, you're looking for Prosecco from Italy, nice and neutral in regards to its flavors, very food-friendly, Cava from Spain, so this is sparkling wine, lovely, elegant bubbles made in the same method as champagne in regards to how the bubbles are created. So you're gonna have really nice, finite, delicate bubbles in regards to Cava. So Cava's a really great option. And then Cremant, so Cremant is from France, and we'll talk more about this in different bubble episodes, but when you see Cremant on the label, it basically means it's wine made in the same method of champagne from any other region in France. So Champagne is our most protected wine area on the whole planet. It has lots of laws and rules around it. So other areas of France can't call their wine Champagne, even if they're making sparkling wines. So the word Cremant on a wine label is a wonderful thing for you to know because what it means is it means you're getting champagne style bubbles, very small, elegant and delicate bubbles made from any other region in France outside of the Champagne area. And generally these are going to be much more economical in price than selecting a wine made from the actual Champagne area in France. So Cremant definitely is your friend and Cremant is gonna use the grapes of the region that it comes from. So Cremant d'Alsace, for example, is going to use different grapes than Cremant de Loire. So if you know you have an area of France that you really enjoy the wines from, here you can also select a little bit of the grape varieties that are going to it. Cremant de Alsace is definitely a favorite of mine, especially in the cooler months of the winter. We're working with grape varieties such as Pinot Blanc and Pinot Gris, a little bit more weight to them, very similar to Chardonnay and a fuller body wine style. So Cremant de Alsace, definitely a wine style to look for in regards to bubbles, but Cava from Spain and Prosecco are also so wonderful choices for you to choose from. So those are my bubble recommendations. And again, if you have a favorite, serve your favorite and just keep it cold. There's lots of great closures for sparkling wine. So if you do open it, just make sure you have a bubble closure. But if you don't want anything really fancy or you don't want people sort of self-serving and worried about that cap closure in regards to sparkling wine that you really have to clamp down hard on it, then a little bit of tin foil over top of the sparkling wine bottle just to keep some of those bubbles in, in between when people are pouring is a really great tip. You want to keep the sparkling wine in an ice bucket, chilled as people are serving themselves potentially if it's an open bar, and just a little bit of tin foil over top of the closure because once you open up sparkling wine, obviously you can't put the cork back in, so that is going to help keep those bubbles fresh for the next person. But as always, once you open that sparkling bottle of wine, the bubbles start to dissipate, so you have to enjoy them that night. Otherwise, you're going to be enjoying a still wine in the morning because the bubbles aren't going to last, but a little bit of tin foil over top is going to help keep those in there. Now let's move on to white wines. I will get asked a lot of how much white to red do I need? And we've put together a really great holiday guide for you. Head on over to my website, winegirlacademy.com. It's got tons of great information and there is a chart of how much wine do I need? And you'll be able to look at this chart and you'll know the guests that are coming and make the right sort of assumption of how much wine you're going to need. Roughly it's 
fifty fifty in regards to whites to red you're going to personally know your group so you'll make decisions based on what you know about them and the wine styles they like but i usually recommend a fifty fifty split in regards to when you're choosing for a cocktail party as well as the bubbles takes the place of some white wine too so maybe a little less on the white still style but that's going to be up to you and if you have leftover wine you can obviously return it to the store but you can always just keep it and then you have it on hand for other times you're getting together with white styles i usually recommend the first thing you do is take a look at the food styles you're going to be serving you're going to need a white wine that's going to be crowd friendly the first thing i'm going to ask is what type of foods are you serving and I ask this because we can find wines that will come into harmony with those food styles. If you're predominantly doing foods that are more higher acid, so more lemon, feta cheeses, or anything with sharp acidities or tomato-based dishes, then definitely we wanna go with something that has more sort of higher acid in regards to the wine styles. So here I would recommend potentially uh, Chablis, so Chardonnay from Northern France, or Sancerre, a softer style Sauvignon Blanc. Pinot Grigio, definitely a lot of people will serve during this time of year or cocktail parties. And that's because it's higher acid and nice neutral citrus flavors that lemon comes through very nice and easy that way as well. Now, if you're serving more cream-based dishes, creamy cheeses, brie's and camemberts and melted cheese and maybe, I don't know, macaroni and cheese or any kind of, of those sort of appetizers where they're more cream-based, then I would recommend that we do more of a fuller-bodied wine Maybe we would do a Pinot Blanc or a Pinot Gris is always a great option. Also a lovely creamy style of Chardonnay, so that oak style, soft oak style of Chardonnay. But what you're looking for here is take a look at the foods you're thinking about serving and you probably have a menu idea and think of what is predominantly the weight of the food that we're having. If it's more citrus based or a little bit lighter, maybe more seafood, then definitely we would be looking at more of those wine styles that have more of a citrus backbone and a higher acidity. So those Chablis, the Sancerre, the Pinot Grigio, something a little softer there. And again, sparkling wine is amazing here. Don't forget about sparkling wine as a food friendly wine, not just something to toast with. If you are serving more creamy based dishes, then do a fuller bodied wine style. And here you have some great choices in regards to Pinot Gris, Pinot Blanc, Chardonnay, white blends as well. So white blends from the Southern Rhone in France. Australia does some great white blends as well. Definitely wines to, to look for there. But again, when you're looking at whites, the first thing I'm gonna ask you is to tell me a little bit about the food you're having and we'll match up there. But with lots of different food styles on the table, you're not gonna be able to find one wine that goes with everything. So I always recommend take a look at where the predominant flavors or textures are coming from those dishes and we will find a wine that goes with that. So think about are your dishes more high acid or lemon citrus based? or are they more creamy, milk-based, more savory? And in the holiday guide, I have some specific wine styles that you can choose from that you can print off and use to shop with. A great resource for you. Now let's talk about the red wine. So much like whites, my question is gonna be, what foods are you having? Are you doing a lot of tomato-based dishes? So you're doing little mini pizzas or meatballs with tomato sauce. I'm just thinking some classic appetizer dishes. Are you doing some bruschettas, dips? salsas. What type of foods are you having? Are you doing little mini sliders or portobello mushrooms, more grilled vegetables? And here again, we need to take a look at the food styles and pair to the most common theme of the dishes. 
knowing that we can't pair to every single dish that you're having, but we can find the most common theme. If you are doing some dishes with tomatoes, so high acid foods, then Italian wines are going to be your friend. Italian reds naturally have a high acidity and work brilliantly with tomato-based dishes. Definitely a nice, easy, synergetic pairing to pull together to go with your Italian wines. And here you can play. You have lots of different red wine styles to choose from, from Italy, from the Chiantis in Tuscany. You're going to have wine styles from Puglia, Nero Davila from Sicily that's always a fun red at a cocktail party and it's a bit fuller weight. So Italy will give you a lot of different choices. Now, when you're doing those more savory dishes, again, Italian wines are going to work. Those reds can play here too, but you also may want to be looking at red blends. So the South of France, those Rhone blends that we would have talked about in a previous episode are great options here. Merlot is always a nice option. And one of the reasons Merlot shows up at a lot of different cocktail parties is because it really is a nice silky feel it's medium body and it goes with a lot of different food styles so a merlot is a lovely option but red blends are a really good option as well when you're doing a lot of different food styles at a cocktail party and the reason being is a blend brings out the best of every great variety it brings everybody together in harmony in the glass if you will so you're looking at different areas of the world for great blends so you have the south of france you have bordeaux australia where you have Cabernet Shiraz, for example, if you're looking for a fuller bodied red, but blends are a great option for you to help bring flavors together, not only in the food styles, but also in regards to how they pair up with foods. Let's recap what we've covered today. We talked a little bit about when you get together, the three wine styles that I'll highly recommend that you always have anytime you are the host of a party. And those three wine styles are gonna be a sparkling wine, a white, and a red. Now, you can have many different wines within those categories, it's gonna be up to you, but I'm a big believer that your guests are there to see you, and less is more. Your goal in selecting wines for your get-together is really gonna be that they are a great accessory in the room, that people are able to enjoy the company of the people that are there, and the foods and the wines just complement the entire environment that you are creating for everyone to enjoy and celebrate together. So when we talked about sparkling wines, we talked about some great options. And here you have Prosecco, Cava, and Cremant from France. These are some great options to look for in the wine store when you go shopping. And definitely you'll be able to find lots to choose from, especially on the holidays. I'm also a big fan that you should just keep bubbles in the house all the time. So if you currently don't keep a bottle of bubbles handy, I would highly recommend you do. When you have it, it's amazing how much more you will use them. And like I said, they are so food friendly and a lot of times they get put in the corner and only brought out for sort of a small amount of the occasion to do a toast and then they go back into the corner. But sparkling wines are people and food friendly. So I will always go in a soapbox and say, please use them more and enjoy them more. There's lots of choices and they are delicious and wonderful. Because of the high acidity that makes your mouth water, they are great with foods. I am a big fan. Sparkling wine, definitely you wanna make Make sure you have something for your guests. Now the white wines, you'll need a white and to choose your white, just like when choosing the red, what you're gonna wanna do is start thinking about what are the food styles you're having. Are they more higher acid in style? So tomatoes, lemons, olive oil based, hard cheeses, so the Parmesans, the feta, or are they more creamy, your dishes, more savory? How is your menu shaping up for your event? And we're gonna choose wines that complement your menu. If 
for white wines, you are looking with more lemons or more high acid food styles or more seafoods, then we are going to be looking for those crisper, cleaner wine styles. Here, your some great go-tos are going to be your Chablis from France, your Sancerre, which is a softer style of Sauvignon Blanc, the Pinot Grigio from Italy. You have some great choices and lots to choose from, but those are going to be higher in acid and more of that soft lemon for you. Now, if you're doing more creamy-based cheeses and cream-based sauces, for whites, you're going to want something a little fuller bodied and more in harmony with the creamy based food profiles. And here we're looking for that oak style of Chardonnay to bring us that nice warm vanilla creaminess. Pinot Gris is going to be a great option, Pinot Blanc, and white blends are good here as well. The holiday guide you'll be able to find on the website, so just head on over to winegirlacademy.com and there's a whole bunch of information there for you in regards to some wine styles and helpful shopping tips. For reds, same as white, think about the menu ahead of time. So what type of foods are you serving? Are they more savory in flavors or more higher acid and tomato-based? And we're going to choose wines that complement. If you do have more tomato-based dishes, then we're definitely looking at more of those Italian wine styles. The whole country of Italy is there for you to choose from in regards to reds. If you're doing more savory dishes, then I always highly recommend a red blend because you're bringing the best of both grape varieties or the mix of grape varieties into the glass and they will pick up the different flavors there. Lots to choose from around the world, but definitely if you're doing more of that tomato based, it's going to be an easy connection to go with something Italian. And if you're doing more savory, you have some other fuller options. Definitely a Merlot is a nice go-to because you have that nice medium bodied and a silky mouthfeel, but lots to choose from. I hope that you have enjoyed my helpful tips today. Now you know that I always have three different wine styles for my guests. Anytime I have people over, you'll always find that I have a sparkling option, a white and a red, along with some non-alcoholic choices. You also have some tips on what to think about before you get to the wine store. A little bit of prep work of thinking about your menu is going to help you find wines that are going to work more in harmony with some of those dishes. Always remember you're never going to be able to find the wine that is perfect for all of the different food styles at a cocktail party. You're going to have lots of different flavors and textures going on, but you are going to be looking for the trend or the theme that your recipes are starting to have and paired to the most common one. So like I said, if you are dealing with more higher acid, the tomatoes, the lemons, or are you working with more creamy and savory flavors? And that's going to help you find wine styles that are in more of a synergetic feel to the foods in the room. But at the end of the day, your guests are there to see you and enjoy the company and the wines and the foods that you're serving are a sparkly accessory on top of the real event, which is great company. As always, it's been wonderful to hang out with you today. I hope you have some new hints and tips that you'll be able to use and you're feeling more confident in regards to shopping, not only for the holiday season, but anytime you're getting together with family and friends. The holiday guide that I've referenced, that's a free download, just head on over to the website winegirlacademy.com you'll be able to find it there is filled with great information not only for the holidays but anytime you're entertaining if you're not already subscribed be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode i'm wishing you a wonderful week cheers to you bye now